You're listening to Wayfind Marketing Live, a podcast about navigating business and making marketing easier. Here's your host, Wayfind Marketing founder and president, Steve Phipps. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Wayfind Marketing Live, where it is our goal, our purpose, to make marketing easier because we know it's complicated and you've got better things that you need to be doing, like running your business. And so um, today we are, we've actually been talking about how to create a marketing plan for your business. So instead of throwing uh, spaghetti against the wall, the marketing spaghetti, and hoping that something works. We're walking through a process that you can create a plan. We've been setting this up. And so, Annie-Laurie, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what we're going to be talking about today? Sure. So today we're going to dive into tactics. And I think this is going to be a really exciting show because people are always wanting to know what they can be doing. They want to be busy. They want to do mm-hmm. something generate more leads. So we're going to start talking about that today. And we're going to um, talk specifically about connecting tactics to the buyer's journey. So I think that this is going to be really useful, actionable information that people can put into effect right away. But before we do, I think we need to do two things. First, I want you to give us kind of a rundown of where we've been so far, just briefly to catch people up to speed. But then I also want to take a minute just to make the distinction, and maybe you can do this at the same time, that um, being busy about your marketing tactics isn't exactly having a marketing plan. So I I want you to kind of hit on both of those at once before we get into our our tactics we want to share today. So do you mind getting us off with that? Yeah, absolutely. So what we've been talking about is the importance of having a plan. And and part of that, number one reason uh, to have a plan is so you're not wasting time and money and energy on things that aren't going to work. But that's how the majority of businesses market themselves um, is they try some tactics. uh, Maybe they read an article, maybe they heard a, a presentation from somebody and they heard something good. And, and you know what? Sometimes those tactics will generate some results, but not, not to the degree that they could if you had a plan. Uh, so right. you're missing out on ROI. You're missing out on customers. Um, so we hi- highly, highly, highly encourage people to have a plan. And the whole reason we're doing this series right now is to give you as a business owner or a nonprofit leader, the tools you need to create a a marketing plan that can give you some direction and guidance. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's perfect. So um, one thing that I've I've heard you say before is that what you do today 
with your marketing is going to impact your business in six months. So can you talk just real quick about how um, we need to have a strategy in place to make sure that we're not experiencing a hole or a lapse later down the road? So marketing is a long-term play. Uh, it's, I'm sure uh, you've know, heard this example before. It's like running a marathon. It's not a sprint. And so the things that we do today can grow our business. And then there are some tactics that can have impact in the short term. But a lot of the tactics, a lot of the activities that we're doing now and that we're, we're beginning to do are going to have, we're going to see results from that three, six, nine months from now. And so when somebody commits to marketing, you know, you've got to commit for the long term, not just the short term, because if you commit for just the short term, again, you could see some results. But the best marketing is that which is planned for the long term because it involves testing. It, it involves, uh, you know, some experimenting. We want to measure that so that that you can see what's working. So take it for the long term. Be willing to test and experiment and recognize that it's not all going to work. Each business is unique and nobody has perfectly figured out how to predict human behavior. Yeah, I think that's really helpful because um, a lot of times when we are talking about marketing tactics, uh, you know, social media and pay-per-click, things like that, it makes it seem like it should be really easy to see a quick turn on your investment. But sometimes it, it takes some time and you have to build into it and you have to know if you're actually reaching the audience, and the persona you want to reach. So I, I think it's really important to just kind of make that distinction that just having a plan of being busy doing marketing things isn't actually a marketing strategy. <laughs> we take more time. So one thing with our strategy that we want to make sure that we're doing is connecting our tactics to the buyer's journey. So can you please share with us why it's important to do this and how we can do it effectively? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we've looked at this over the past few weeks. Buyers go through a process and the first stage that they go through is, is called curiosity. And that's the stage where they're exploring. They want to know what you do. And, and to get people there, we, and we'll talk about this in just a minute, there are tactics that we call drivers to get people to that stage. And that's to, to make contact, give them a reason to go to your website, give them a reason to have a conversation with you. And so we want to make sure that we have drivers that are, are getting people to that point that point of, of discovery, of learning more about you and what you do. The next step is, is called enlightenment. And that's where we're building trust and credibility. We've, we've given them enough information that they feel like we're relevant. And so this customer prospect that's on your website, they, they see what you do, they want to learn more. Well, now we need to engage them. And that's what we call tactics, tactics at that stage, engagers. Well, then we want to encourage them to take the next step in the process and so now we're using tactics called converters. And that's that's giving our, our potential customers a reason to take that next step to schedule a call, get a quote, um, or something that's maybe not quite as much of a commitment, which is that third stage is commitment, is um, give them something to download, give them a PDF or a webinar, something where they can give you the name and email address, uh, and then you can nurture them with email. And so those three stages, curiosity, enlightenment, commitment, we want our tactics to line up with that. So drivers, 
engagers and converters. And, and what happens is sometimes the mistake that, that gets made is if, if you don't understand how those tactics work in combination with that customer journey, then you're not going to get results because if you're using a driver um, as, as a way to try to convert somebody, it's, it's going to miss. Or, or if you're using an engager like social media to try to drive traffic, well, a lot of times you're going to end up disappointed because that's not its primary purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, such a good way to underscore the importance of having this strategy in place. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, you know, we, we want to be able to identify where people are in that journey. Um, what are some things that we can do to find those customers who are close to buying and know what we're supposed to say to them? So let's go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen. In fact, this is, I should have put this up just a minute ago, um, but th this is the funnel. This is the buying funnel. And, and these are where, these are the stages that our customers are going to go through. And, and so we have our marketing tactics, like I said a minute ago, our drivers, our engagers and our converters. And that's what we're going to focus on today. So, and Laurie, to get to your question in terms of how do we how do we get in front of people? And so this is going to be the first group of tactics that we're going to look at in just a minute. So just the, the, the image that you see on the screen right now. So for folks that are listening to this on the podcast, I'm just showing a picture of our one page marketing roadmap. And this is a tool that we use. We're going to be doing a workshop on July 21st where we're going to walk people through this, how to fill this out, how to execute this. Well, last so so today we're we're focusing on the section of the roadmap that is tactical. Now, last week we talked about how to build that foundation, getting the strategy right. Well, here what we're going to do is talk about drivers. Okay, so this is the first. How do you get in front of people? And the the point I'll make here is you can think about drivers in in two categories. One is inbound and the other is outbound. And I have two examples of each. Inbound activities. This is what you are doing to be found by people who are looking for your product or service when they're interested. That's when somebody goes to Google and they type in, how do I create a marketing plan? Or how do I get more traffic to my website? Or whatever your product or service is, they're searching for something that that hopefully is going to give them a solution. So that's inbound because people are coming in to your website. They're coming into you. Now, outbound is more along the lines of traditional marketing and advertising and, and sales activity. And that's reaching out. You, you target your audience. Uh, you, you then proceed to reach out to them. It's more of an interruption because you're putting a message in front of a, a targeted audience with the hope that your message will be enough to compel them to act. And, and sometimes there's, there's frequency. That means maybe they need to see your ad multiple times. A lot of times that's what happens. They, they need to see your ad multiple times. And, and that then compels them a good message. It, it hooks them. It, it, you know, they under, you clearly communicate, which we're big fans of using story and story brand. So, use that framework, you communicate clearly, and, and then that compels somebody to take the next step in the process. And so the, the, the four tactics that we have here, so we're covering 11 today, total between these, these, these stages. Number one is search engine optimization. 
search engine optimization is the process of getting your website to rank higher in the search engines and Google, Bing, Yahoo, uh, DuckDuckGo. And so that way when somebody goes to Google or Bing and they search for a term or a phrase or a question, or they do it on their phone, okay, Google, and then proceeding to search. And in fact, Google's now searching because my phone's next to me. <laughs> and it's that process. So that involves content uh, that's on your website and keywords and the structure of your website, the metadata. Uh, and then it involves the offsite and it's all the links that come back to your website and getting more links from other reputable quality websites. And all of those things are involved. And that's, some people can try to do a DIY, uh, but SEO is one of those things that it really is best when, when somebody that they live and breathe it uh, can do it because Google Bing, they're changing their algorithm daily. Bing, or Google just made a big core update in May and, you know, websites, some websites went up, others went down. They're, they're always adjusting their algorithm sometimes, you know, a couple times a day. So the next one, pay-per-click. Now Google makes this easy because of their Google ads platform. PPC is another way to be in front of people when they're searching for your product or service. And, the way that this works is it's, 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 it's exactly how it sounds, pay per click. And so uh, when, when somebody searches for a term and let's say your ad comes up, well, if they click on your ad, then, and I'm going to show a, a, an example here. Uh, so here I just did a search for home painting and these ads, there are four ads up here at the top. And if I click on one of these ads, which I'm not going to right now, but if I click on one of these ads, that advertiser will pay potentially a dollar a click, $5. It varies. There's different factors. But that will then take me to a website or a landing page where I can get more information. And so this driver's that's a good way to get in front of somebody because SEO takes a long time. It might take three to six months before you start seeing a significant improvement in the rankings. And that's just, that's just the nature of it. Now, LinkedIn prospecting, this is a, this is outbound. So SEO, PPC are inbound LinkedIn prospecting. That's outbound. We do a lot of work with B2B companies. And one of the tactics that B2B companies will use is they will use LinkedIn to prospect. And so this can be, connecting with your target audience and starting a conversation, ultimately inviting them to your website, uh, a landing page, a blog, something to take that next step. Facebook ads are another driver. So again, these are things to get you in front of your audience, targeting who your audience is. Facebook provides a lot of different ways to target those ads. And again, it gets you in front of them. And the thing with LinkedIn prospecting with Facebook ads, there's frequency. So it's not just one contact. A lot of times it has to be multiple points of contact before somebody's willing to move to that next step. So again, here's where we start to engage people. Or I'm sorry, we start to, we, we drive and, and in response, we want them to go somewhere. We want them to do something, which is where we go into the next bucket. And so the drivers 
connect with the top of that funnel you showed before yes. with the curiosity stage. Yes, absolutely. And that absolutely. those drivers drive them to engage with content that we are yeah. creating. So do you want to move forward towards tactics that engage? Absolutely. And right. let me let me also make the point. These are only a small handful of the different drivers that are out there. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, for, for me, one of my drivers for our business is speaking events, mm -hmm. uh, doing workshops. So there, there are a whole host of different drivers. Mm -hmm. and, and so you might be looking at this list and you might think, well, that doesn't make sense for me. And that's okay. Uh, mm -hmm. These are four that are used very commonly. Now engagers. So again, if we think about this, we make a, a, a some point of contact. We want people to do something. Well, as they take the next step, what we want to do is we want to start engaging. We want to we want to make sure they understand what we do. Why are we trustworthy? How can we solve their problem? So typically, be it an ad, be it a LinkedIn outreach, maybe it's even just cold calling. Mm -hmm. We want people to do something. And so the way that we start engaging, the way that we start building trust and helping people understand the value of what we do is typically we're going to send people to our website or, you know, maybe there's a specific landing page to which we're sending people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so one way that this would work is you have a pay-per-click ad and somebody searches for home painting. Well, they click on that and then they go to a specific landing page. It has some key information. And then there's going to be a form there asking them to get an estimate or maybe even uh, there, there's another type of converter that might be there, which we'll talk about in a minute, some sort of downloadable PDF. Mm -hmm. So your website is absolutely crucial because mm -hmm. that's where people are going to very quickly make the decision as to whether or not you're worth more time. If your business or service, I should say, is worth their time. Mm -hmm. Well, blogging, and this is different. Yes, it lives on your website, but this is different. Right. Blogs are a really good way to establish your authority. It's, it's a good way to establish credibility so that, again, it begins to build trust. Blogs are a great way to answer your customers' questions. It's mm -hmm. a great way to share content that can help solve their problems. Mm -hmm. Now, social media, social media is the reason we put social media here as an engager. And this is organic social media. So this is the content that you post to the people and the people who follow you, who like your page, who you're connected to. These are the people who are going to see that content. And, and it's easy, especially for people that are very linear in thinking or everything is you know cut and dry. Uh, sometimes people would think, well, I th can we use social media to drive traffic? Yes, you can. And, and so it's, it's don't get hung up on, well, is this in the exact right box? Right. By its very nature, social media is just that. It's social. It's a way to engage, share content that's useful. And interestingly enough, blogging and social media can work together. You have a blog post, fantastic. Share content from it on your social media and use and you know, share links. Well, that can then bring people back to the website. But again, Social is very much engaging, building trust, staying in front of people. Yeah, I like thinking about social under the engage header more than the driving header, um, just because 
social is also always changing up their algorithms and deciding what people see. So um, if that's like more of an organic thing, it's probably not uh, as helpful to count on that as a driver, but more as an engager with someone who, you, who you've already got the attention of. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, Facebook ads, the paid side can very much be a driver to get people to a landing page. So again, right. that Facebook ad could drive somebody to a landing page on which they can then watch a video or download a PDF or take some other action. Yeah. Well, speaking of taking that next action, let's move to talking about converting and nurturing the people that we've engaged. Let me let me make one quick note about retargeting ads. Oh, sure. Retargeting ads, we have that as an engager. A retargeting ad is an ad that could be on Facebook, could be on the Google ad network that shows to people who go to a, your website, a specific landing page, and they leave without doing anything. And the majority of people who go to your website are going to leave without doing anything. And a retargeting ad gives you a way to stay in front of people who haven't given you their name. They've not given you an email address. So you can't communicate with them directly. But that retargeting ad is a way to continue engaging, to continue building trust, share some testimonials, et cetera. So I want, just want to make sure we cover that. Now, this third step, so drivers, that puts you in front of people, helps people find you. Engagers, that starts building trust and credibility converters invites them to take the next step. We want them to move into commitment. That means they have taken a step forward. Now, simple calls to action. You ultimately we want we want people especially in B2B, we want people to schedule a call, get an estimate, some sort of tangible next step where we can engage them in the sales process. But for a lot of people who aren't ready for that, uh, using a a lead generation offer, we call it a sales funnel. Uh, is a great way to capture their information so that we can then begin communicating to them with email so that we can continue building trust and credibility and moving them to that next commitment step, which would be schedule a call, you know, get a quote, start a free trial, whatever that next step is. So three examples here. And again, in, my, in, in our workbook that we're going to go through on, on July 21st, We've got probably 15 different types of converters. Uh, but a you know, number nine is a guide, downloadable guide, a guide to, you know, a website guide, a guide to uh, choosing a painter. Again, it could be any number of different things. Uh, a cheat sheet, uh, a checklist, all those are different types of downloadable content, PDF. Um, an infographic. We we have an orthodontist and we created a simple one-page um Infographic, it's top 20 questions people have about braces. Uh, and then a webinar. A webinar is another really good way. Now, there's a little bit more of a commitment. So sometimes these can actually be put together. Somebody downloads your guide. Well, then maybe the next step is you invite them to a webinar. Mm -hmm. um, but a webinar is a great way to, to build trust and credibility quickly because it's the opportunity to engage with somebody through video. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an interactive media uh, rather than just being static content on a page. And the way that this works is, so just a quick example of how this, uh, we could sequence these together. Somebody goes to Google and they search for, and we'll just use Wayfind as an example. So they search for uh, marketing strategy or marketing agency, uh, B2B marketing agency. 
And so if we had a, a PPC ad up for that, which we don't right now, but if we did, somebody could click on that ad or maybe a page comes up organically. So they click on that. Well, then that takes them to say a blog post. Well, that blog post could have content about a strategy. And well, then we're gonna have a little pop-up that invites someone to download something or to sign up for our weekly marketing tip. And so now we're inviting them to convert. Mm -hmm. So that ad goes to a page, which then has a call to action that invites them to take the next step. So that's one way that those sequence together. And that, that's one of the, the big things that, that we see is if you don't use the tactics to do what they're really designed to do and then put them together, you're going to miss opportunities. You're going to waste money. And, and a key thing is measuring all of those activities so that you know which drivers are working, which ones aren't. Because you may try a driver. It looks good on paper. But in reality, you test, you experiment, you realize, okay, pay-per-click is not the best way for us. But Facebook ads are fantastic. Right. Uh, and, and so taking the time to test, optimize, figure out what's working, shut off what doesn't, amplify what does, and that's where your marketing ROI goes up. Okay, that's great. So as a bonus freebie, could you just quickly explain as we wrap up, what, what's the difference in the email marketing between the sales email and the nurture email? Okay, so we use email in a couple of different ways. A sales, we call a sales nurture campaign. This is gonna be a series of emails that somebody gets when they download that PDF or they sign up for that webinar. So that could be a sequence of, between five and seven emails, you automate it. That way it goes out over the course of two to three weeks. Uh, and it's very specific. It's inviting them to take that next big step, schedule a call, you know, get a demo, again, whatever that might be for your business. Well, then there are also nurture emails. And nurture emails are ones that are sent out typically on some sort of a scheduled basis. So maybe it's weekly, maybe it's twice a month, maybe it's monthly. And that is using email to share content with a wide audience. But specifically, you think about people that aren't your customers yet. Maybe they've, they've signed up for the PDF and they don't do anything. Well, then put them into a nurture campaign. And so that could be sharing your blog post with them weekly, every other week, twice, you know, once a month. Um, we do one every, typically every Wednesday. Uh, I got behind this week, so it went out this morning. We give people the option to sign up for that on our website. It's an easier ask. And that's something where we share a weekly marketing video and we share information about this live stream. But that keeps you in front of people over the long term. And so that's not really a, there can be a call to action to schedule a call or again, that next big step. But the main purpose of that is to keep you in front of them so they don't forget you because people forget quickly. And, and most of all, to share information that's helpful, it's useful. It positions you as a guide who can help them solve their problems. So we've covered 11 tactics today, but as you said, there are many, many more that we could have covered, but we have just run out of time. So if anybody listening would like more information on these tactics, then you need to make plans to come to our workshop on July 21st. And we will be sharing more information about that in the weeks ahead. Um, if you want more information, go to our website. There's gonna be a pop-up where you can sign up for our weekly email drop your name and email address into that. There's also an option in the footer where you can drop your email address in. Um, 
And I will say if, if any of our viewers right now who are on, on here live, if you have any questions, if you want to type something in, um, go ahead and ask that question. Uh, happy to answer any of those. Uh, otherwise, you can get in touch with us at wayfindmarketing.com. Uh, you can schedule a call with me. Uh, happy to go through and, and talk more about these tactics. Also, um, wanted to mention that uh, next week we will be celebrating Independence Day on Friday. So we will not be live. Correct. So and following along with us regularly on Fridays, um, we will be taking a break next week. But Correct. stay tuned for more. We will be back on the 10th. And don't forget, find us on your favorite podcast platform. Just look for Wayfind Marketing Live. You will find us there. And we will have a recap. We'll have this recording um, with show notes on wayfindmarketing.com uh, by the first part of next week. So thank you everybody for joining us and uh, hope this helps you simplify your marketing and win more customers. Great. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. We invite you to join us for a live recording on Tuesdays and Fridays at 12 p.m. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or on our website at wayfindmarketing.com slash live.